Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jake Kerr. Today I'm joined by Sean Trevina from Good Vibe Southwest Tours. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, bloody oath. <laughs> we, um, I met you for the first time two Thursday a week ago. It was, yes. Yeah, when you invited me along for a triple threat tour down at, we went to St. Aidan's, Capram, and then Froth. Yes. Which, just so you know, from the customer point of view, mixing wine, spirits, and beer all <laughs> on the same day, especially as a non-drinker, I got home and I was like, oh, I'm intoxicated, aren't I? It can be dangerous, but it gives a good mixer as well. So yeah. it keeps everyone happy, ticks the... the kind of boxes oh, off yeah so if so. you are a wine drinker you get your fix if you yeah. yeah okay right yeah as a non-drinker i just saw it as like oh we're going to get hurt that's <laughs> that, i mean we also yeah. we bought a bottle of champagne and drank that in between the, the winery and and cup rum oh, as well go. i didn't see any of that going on oh, yeah, no, of course yeah no we, we, yeah. we hid that well <laughs> you did you did so but it's um i, I love the concept i like the idea <laughs> of adults having fun to have fun oh that's it and it's yeah good fun for me as well watching everyone have a good laugh and a bit of a sing-along and yeah yeah just as the day goes on it gets you know a bit more rowdier and stuff but yeah, yeah. buddy oh. have yeah. you just got the one bus i've got the one bus 24 seater and then a, an eight seater van as well so i oh, did, yeah. did find there were smaller crews and it's a bit more kind of i suppose luxury and just a bit more comfy so yeah you got a lot less sound in a van Compared to a bus, yeah, you, know, well, you lose. You, I suppose with a group of six, you lose that atmosphere when you go to a bus and stuff, and it's kind of like it just feels a bit not right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The closer you get to an Escalade, the more upper market it feels, eh? Yeah, yeah. So it was a nice little, uh, just to have the two, and then yeah, yeah. So what's the? Uh, how long have you been doing it? So two and a half years now. So around there. So, oh yeah. So I started kind of. During COVID, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. That would have been a um, that would have been a really interesting decision to go into a tourist-based, or even like a an outside experience-based kind of industry when COVID was looking the way. It, oh, I just said it was looking the way it was. <laughs> we're done. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I suppose it's, it was that risk, um, but I was looking for something new, exciting to do, something that I'd enjoy. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was always going to be a big risk, but when I saw like the amount of people flooding down, like you know, down the highway, even on a Friday afternoon, not even a long weekend, just yeah. every Friday afternoon there were just people flooding down south. I just thought this is maybe a chance. Yeah, and, there's obviously yeah, a market people there. People coming down, so yeah. yeah. I, thought. I can't believe on a Friday afternoon I got caught two Fridays in a row between like three and six, sort of thing, mm. coming from Perth direction to yeah. you know going from Australia to Jalora, basically. Oh yeah. And you're like, what? When did this happen? <laughs> you know, like I've been here 20 years this year or 21 years this year. Yeah. How does that work? Oh. Like when we first got here, there'd be like eight other cars on the Bustle Highway coming in from Jalora. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was insane, wasn't it? Just crazy times. So, but uh, yeah, I suppose it was the amount of people going down. And I had lots of family friends coming down, and always had people going, oh, you know, we should do a wine tour and everything. Yeah. So. Kind of just stuck in my head a little bit. And I feel like there's uh, definitely a demographic of person when you say, what should we do when we're in Bunbury and I've got four, five, six answers. Yeah. There's definitely that person. I feel like the majority of people when you're like, what's there to do in Bunbury? They go, um, I know there's stuff to do. You can swim with the dolphins. And you're like, dude, how long have you been living here? You yeah, know, yeah. like there is more to do. I think yeah. the situation you're in is like you actually, your part of your job is like uncovering these gems and going like, oh, I'm going to take you here. I know this slaps. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Ferguson Valley was just like this little hidden gem that 
really, I didn't know too many people that actually go out there. And yeah. It's 20 minutes away. It was just, it's kind of crazy. You know, I'm still taking people from Bunbury actually out there that haven't been out there before. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me. It's wild. Yeah. It's just such a nice, lovely day trip. It's, um, I, as a ex-cyclist, I know Ferguson Valley, like, intimately because of the hills out oh, there. Yeah. It's like the one place you go to to wear out your legs basically oh yeah that'd be brutal some of those yeah Pole Road especially yeah. has like a whole air around it of just being yeah. awesome to come down and yeah. just a bloody character building mission to get up you know? oh yeah but as far as the hospitality is concerned like I never really considered it as a place you might go to spend the day but after going to St. Aidan's it was like oh I can see myself like fully wasting half a day here mm. just with a good crew because you're like out in the middle of nowhere yeah but you're also a stone's throw away from home so you're like it's not yeah it's, like if I get written off I can still get home you know yeah. oh that's it yeah you're not and yeah it's just so scenic out there and yeah there are there's actually some plenty of venues out there that yeah you wouldn't I suppose you know St. Aidan's and Bushack are probably the big ones that everyone knows about but yeah. there's plenty more out there what um so do you obviously the triple threat tour that's like a, a package do you have other packages available I do yeah so on the website there's things from just the brewery tour so we call it um like you know all different kind of kind, kind of names there's a wine tour where yeah, you're just doing wine tasting and all that and then you've got the we've got a tour called to mix a lot so that's oh, the yeah. one where but it's, it's probably a bit more popular down south of the year where you do the breweries, you do the wineries, and yeah. then you throw in a distillery as well to mix things up. Um, yeah, but yeah, we've got different packages on there and all that just to, I suppose, keep everyone happy. You know, sometimes like the Bucks do's and stuff, they just like to stick to the breweries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the Hens do's just really prefer the wineries. Yeah. Some people just prefer that whole mix-up. So. Is there any sort of like NDA you have to sign before a real rowdy crew gets on? Like, I imagine you would have, like, the best fly-on-the-wall perspective of the craziest shit happening. I do. Like, I suppose 90 95% of the crews are just unbelievable, amazing. Yes, they get rowdy and have a bit of a laugh and stuff. You, you might have a few little spillages here and there, but yeah. most of the time, it's just people just there for a good time and they all look after each other and yeah. everything. So, but... um every now and then you've got to expect something not to go to plan and yeah. you've just got to cop that don't you yeah 100% and also <laughs> I feel like like I've done a few events and stuff with Black Ink I feel like that's part of the fibre of the experience yeah. is that every now and then it's like stuff goes sideways oh yeah and you're like oh that's that's what your day story is going to be moving forward you know? yeah. I can't help you with that but from the from the um operator's point of view i guess you kind of like don't get too crazy you know yeah well i mean i suppose it is one of the big questions when i first get a crew on and stuff that, oh you must have some good stories of drunk people and all that and yeah you do but um you've just got to have a bit of patience yeah <laughs> just, yeah. yeah i must admit i couldn't deal with it and could not do your job dealing with <laughs> drunk people i don't know whether i'm uh, scarred from yeah well, i think a lot of people can which yeah doesn't make sense to me. and i suppose when i started the business as well because i do like a beer but it was one of the things I had to really think of, you know, being out all day and not being able to touch a drop. And it was just something I was just like, well, I really enjoy meeting people, hanging out. Yeah. You know, I get to hang out at breweries and wineries all day. And now it's just it's just a job. It's, I suppose. Yeah. Bro, if you um, ask me to cultivate weed all day and not smoke, I'd, <laughs> I'd laugh at you, you know? <laughs> no, it can't be done. It can't be done. Prove yeah. to me it can be done. Fair enough, know? yeah. So no, it's it's a bloody. It's just something you deal with. I'd, I'd much prefer to be doing that than what I had been doing. Like so, 
you know, it's where where did what what background did you come from? Well, saying that, I did have a good job back in the day. I used to be a, a personal trainer, working oh, in gyms for probably fifteen years there. Yeah. So, and I did have my own business, Vortex Personal Training, for six of those years. Sick. So again, it was working with people, helping people. So yeah, similar but not. But um, I just enjoyed that whole, you know, kind of yeah. It was just such a good lifestyle, and you get to work out. So, and then I went out to the mines and a bit of truck driving yeah. like you had mentioned that you've done and it just didn't do it for me no nah. and I've always been one of those people that I can even remember back in high school always thinking alright I don't care how much money I earn I just want to enjoy what I'm doing yeah be happy yeah. yeah so it was searching for that when I was out in the mines and just it was doing my head in mentally I wasn't good and I was like right I've got to find something I enjoy again and it took a little while but I got there so it's weird that allure of um, the paycheck that up north offers. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. This is, I don't know. I feel like I talk about this every guested podcast, but <laughs> I've figured out how to live with nothing. Yeah, I don't want a, abundant money if it comes to giving up my time anymore. No, no, it's just not. It's not worth it. You know, it like isn't. I'd rather be poor at home, hanging out with my dog. No, you know, making stuff, whatever, yeah. drawing pictures in the sand than in a truck making thirty, forty, fifty bucks an hour. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I feel and it's and not it, even the it's the it's the it's like the spiritual bandwidth that you yeah, take yeah. from me when I'm working for you for twelve hours at a time. I'm not allowed to use my phone. I'm not allowed to look down. You know, no. my eyes are being tracked by some bullshit that you've got. Oh no, that's insane. What are we talking well, about? I've seen some of that. It's crazy. Oh. You know, and if yeah. they think that you're falling asleep, they'll vibrate the seat and then <laughs> call you straight away. And it's like whoa, whoa. Yeah. They're like that is drawing away my soul from me. You know. Yeah, it does feel a bit like that. Mm. And. I remember driving some of the buses as well for the beer companies, and yeah, they like it makes a big loud beep if you kind of just go off a little bit. Yeah. It, but it happens like constantly. It's just like just draining. Just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's and then the sound is just really loud. Yeah. To hear that constantly, you know, and you know you feel fine within yourself, but I suppose. I think this the nature the of is. humans is to every now and then deviate and correct. That's the idea. You, you can't perfection. Drive a straight line. Yeah, no, you can't. You no. can't. And also like the a you, you shift work yeah so you're already fatigued you already have no what they call it, circadian rhythm that yeah. has been completely altered every four days or every week whatever it is so you're already on the back foot yeah and then you go and jolt me and give me a nice surge of cortisol <laughs> and my fucking ears start burning and now i'm more likely because i'm on edge to like okay avoid it avoid it, avoid it. and what happens when you look at something is you drive towards it yeah yeah Ah, it's a bloody the snake eats it its is, tail. Yeah, no, nah, you, you're right. Like you are, you, you feel like you're on edge. So I, some people can do it, but yeah, yeah it's uh, crazy. So yeah, no, I haven't got any of that technology in the, the good vibes bus. <laughs> yeah, so, nah, dude. I just, uh, I just I just bought that van, which is a year older than the Ute that I had, which was a 2011. And I was saying to someone the other day, like I'm at the point where you had like. Uh, you know electric windows yeah but everything else is still basically analog yeah you know you yeah. switch the thing for the aircon like a one two three four yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that's perfect there's nothing wrong with that you want the technology to stop there because it seems like everything after that you get to a point where you know the lane correction and yeah. there's a car in in your blind spot that your mirror can see but you can't so the light comes on yeah it's like man push the button and have it wipe my ass as well you know like, what are we doing here oh that's it yeah well I had a Ford Everest there for a little while as well and and they were the ones like, you know, you go a little bit sideways and it, the steering wheel actually Chucks pulls it. across as yeah. well. And I was like, oh, that took ages to get used to. Well, I suppose yeah. there is some benefit to it, but yeah, it takes a while to get used to that. Well, this is the thing. You're the guy who 
grew up, you know, driving stick, I'm guessing, in the paddock. And then, <laughs> and then it went to, you know, like you probably got a manual somewhere in like t- mid-20s, 30s. And then you get to a point where you're like, you go back to the to like driving that bus and you're like, oh, this is nice. I can feel, I can smell it, you know? Yeah. It's good. Imagine you're a 17-year-old. You just got your P plates and you're in a Tesla. Yeah. Right? That, that like feeling of like, what do you call it? It's, not, it's like that real feeling of like what driving a vehicle is and like respond, especially like if you grow, grew up with no power steering and then got it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you understand like, oh, there's a bit more connection between me and the bitumen here. You get in a Tesla and it's like, I might as well be in a video game. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if that's the foundation of their knowledge and like experience of driving, that's insane. Yeah. You know, like they're going to go from, okay, so we're going to go from here to it getting better. So I eventually won't even have to tell it where I'm going. It'll know based off the AI chip in my brain. So I'll just kind of like float out to my car, the door will open, I'll get in and it will just take me there. Yeah, what you point? Know? Yeah, you, are you thinking for yourself? Or yeah, what? that's a part of the, like why are they teaching anyone to drive a 16 speed road ranger gearbox anymore? Oh, It'll be obsolete in like 35 yeah. minutes. Yeah, oh, that's it. Man. That's the way it's going for sure. Mm. But that's all right. I feel going back a conversation, that situation where you're like, you, you're doing a thing that you don't like doing and you're like, I've got to go do this. I've got to go find the thing that I like doing. Yeah. I think there's like a, uh, like if you graph it, there's a point where those two intersect where you're like, I don't care how much money I have mm. and I don't care what it takes, but I just need to not do this. Yeah. I think that is something that people play with every day. Yeah. And as I said, like, I think it goes back to me. I remember back in high school thinking along those ways and, and especially once I started my kind of personal training, working in gyms, it became more obvious to me because I'd see people come in from their daily jobs, you know, and they just, you could see, like, they just really hated their lives. They didn't enjoy it. And obviously the gym was a bit of a highlight for them and it gave them that bit of a lift, but you could see them coming in after a day at work and, yeah, they just looked horrible. (laughs) It's interesting, how In some sort of way. I know it's bad to probably say, but they... They look drained. They just yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you also, see out in the mines as well, being out there. It's what dude, this experience out there. It breaks my heart knowing it like does. one of my good friends. Good friends is like I've seen him. We're, we're like our friendship started before he did fly and fly out. Yeah, and he's been doing it now for say a year, or whatever. Like when he's back, it's on. Like yeah. we have a fat time, but yeah. it's like there's two weeks of sitting around twiddling me thumbs. I've got I got friends. I got hang out with people like that dude. Like I love that dude. I love spending yeah. time with that dude. And it's like now he just like, it's not like he's gone two thirds of your life. It's like, he's just gone forever. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then when I do see him, you got to fit in so much in a two hour yeah, catch up, you know? And it's like, man, how much money are you making? Yeah. You is know? It, yeah. Is it really worth it? But yeah. But this is just, I, I feel like I whinge about this all the time. It's something that we've normalized now to the point that, you know, you, you encourage it, you know, like I got mm. friends with their partners like, Oh, I'm going to stop doing my small business and go fly and fly out. Cause I yeah. can make quadruple the amount of money. It's like, but you've got everything. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like, what more do you need? You need a fucking bigger house? Yeah. Is a jet ski and another seat on it? Like, yeah. What do you need? Yeah. You know? but, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, you've got to go in with kind of a bit of a game plan to go for four or five years, get your money, get set, set yourself up and get out. But I think a lot of people just end up getting stuck in there and you can see it, it in them out there. They look at probably a lot older than what they are. Yeah. <laughs> I think it just ages. I don't think it's a healthy lifestyle out there. I'd love to know how many of them, like, this is the thing, like, now I've lived with nothing. If yeah. you're making 200 grand a year, you need to be bankrolled all the time. Yeah. I need you to have a lot of money. Yeah. I need you to have a savings account with 20 grand in it that you don't touch 
on yeah. top of the other savings that you keep because it's so much money that you're making. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. But these guys live no different than me. Yeah. Hand them out. Hand them yeah. out. That's it. Yeah. You know, like these guys that like my friends that are working flying flat, I got like one or two financially responsible friends and they own <laughs> fucking everything. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Four cars, two houses, good ex missus, she takes a quarter of it as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like nuts that that exists as well. But like most of my friends that are doing flying flat, it's like you're not in a financially better position. You're just uh, buying nicer shit all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I suppose you've got to be smart about it, don't you? Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. And I think... That four or five year plan, we're like, I'm going to get in, you know, I'll get the deposit on the house and we'll also pay it half off and rah, rah. Yeah. It's like, that's good, but like also show me in your history where you've made a plan and stuck to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, same with, I suppose, only a small business and stuff. Yeah, you, you've kind of got to be even that little bit more smarter and yeah, have that those plans set out and mm. where you want to be and where you want to go. So, How yeah. have you found the difference between as far as like owning a business is uh, as a personal trainer compared to as like a entertainment or tourist guide based business uh, I think I think I've I learnt a lot from having that business initially I was still quite young um, and probably inexperienced I didn't have the I suppose the business background I just had what I knew I had a, you know a lot of knowledge in so I backed myself like you know, with all that. So, yeah. but I didn't have that business background, which I probably was a little bit raw and inexperienced with. So it probably didn't, I didn't do as good as I probably could have. Yeah. Um, but I knew what I was doing. I was, I knew I was doing a good job and what I was offering and, yeah. and the feedback was always good. So going in this time, I did have a bit more of a business plan and yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and a... again, I just, I backed myself in again. It was a massive risk, but I backed myself in. I knew I could do it. I knew the, the opportunity was there but yeah I just knew I had to set up that business yeah do you think you perform well like you mentioned that you kind of I know you're backing yourself in a way as far as like betting on yourself yeah but also do you feel that you maybe put yourself in a situation where you had immediately like you had immediate pressure to perform uh, I was like alright you spent the money you're in now do it do you, do you find that was that kind of situation or you kind of have a smooth entry into it I think I think it was a fairly smooth entry. It was it got busy pretty much from the get go. It actually was a lot busier than I actually thought it would be. Yeah. Um, and I didn't put too much pressure on myself. I don't think so. Yeah. There are times where it goes quiet and you do kind of start to doubt, but yeah. All of a sudden, like you know, next month it just goes nuts again, and yeah. it's like okay, now it's good again. So oh, man, you just got to ride those things, and it's all learning. I love the uh, I love the idea of like a scale that's on top of my head that changes color, <laughs> and like sometimes the scale is like all dirty shades of red, and then yeah. I get a phone call and it's like, hey Jake, can I order four hundred hats? And it immediately goes like gold. Oh, like, I know. Thank you, man. I was uh, <laughs> I was wondering how I was going to fuel my car up this afternoon. This is great. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you know. Oh, it can change like that. It can so quick. Oh, you got. To, I went to print some stickers yesterday and it gave me a new error that I've yeah. never seen before. And I'm like googling. I'm like, oh, oh I'm going to have to buy a new. This is uh, this is bad. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Turn it off and on, and it went away. I'm like, fucking yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just something so small. Like, oh, and man. yeah, you do doubt yourself at times as well. Like, there's oh. times where, am I doing something wrong? Like, why aren't people ringing up or messaging, asking for tours and stuff? I'm like, why has it gone quiet? And yeah, I don't know. It's just. I've figured out there's probably no real answer to it. It's just sometimes they're quiet, sometimes they're busy. So. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, I think that. I mean, that whole topic is such a mind it's such a minefield as a business owner because mm. like 
I'm in this weird position where I'm like valuing myself of how well my content does, how many t-shirts I can sell, how many businesses come to me and get me to make their uniforms and stuff. And then, yeah, you go like, why do I have nothing on at the moment? Like, why is there nothing generating money? Yeah, and you're yeah. like, is this because I'm not good at my job? And yeah. It's like, no, dude, it's because no one called you today. <laughs> it's because no one had the idea like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll go to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then, you know, I kind of, that question, I feel like I always answer it with like, well, if you're quiet, market, focus on marketing. If you're busy, focus on delivering. Yeah. And collecting the shit to market with. That's that's true. Yeah. There's yeah. other things to do and keep you occupied. So, you know, you've just got to make the most of those quieter times to focus on something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because it feels like sometimes you're like, I just need a day where I can do like these 42-minute jobs. Yeah. And then like it feels like every other day is filled with things that take a day to do or two days to do. And then you get those days that are empty. You're like, where are all these two-minute jobs that I thought I had? Yeah, you know, yeah, they just yeah. like dissipated into <laughs> bloody thin air. Yeah. So, so what are you doing outside of business? What's what's your uh, What are your hobbies? Are you into surfing, hobbies. skating, hanging? Well, I used to love surfing. Uh, it's kind of gone on the, the back burner I'd, and but just recently in the last few weeks I've just been like I really want to get back into it yeah. um, I, I, I'm I from Perth so a lot of my mate surfing mates are up there so I've kind of moved down to Bunbury and obviously the surf isn't pumping you know all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. down here so it is kind of gone on the background a little bit and um, it's partly my fault but yeah it, it, it'd be good to kind of I suppose have a mate to just push you or get you back into it because yeah, I think oh. once you know you get that first surf back in you kind of oh, oh yeah catch a bug again buddy yeah, I just kind of feel you feel like when you haven't done it for a while you're kind of like oh, I'm going to go out there and just be an absolute kook yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it kind of puts you off doing it but you've just got to do it so yeah surfing footy basketball all sorts of sports gym do you know Troy Bodigal? no interesting dude I'm like yeah. uh, I was going to run for council which made me like organically meet all the big players in town when I say big players it's just like the old brass you know yeah, yeah. all the people that have been around and done everything and one of the names I got over and over was like meet Troy okay. so here's a guy behind I forget his business name but here's a guy behind the inflatable pillows they were putting in oh, to make yes, the yes, barrels yeah. which obviously tore um, one of them tore and now he's looking at redoing the project with stones Right. so it's like an organic yeah and it, it, it was you know and basically it's the idea is that it'll be able to like organically stand everything because that's what stones do hmm. and then once it works once do it twice three times and then obviously take that to other places in Australia and then hopefully around the world oh okay and yeah. he's got like I mean he's, he's got everything backing him he's just I, I'm not quite sure what this what stage he's at with implementing this new plan mm. I do know that he suffered a bit of a like um the optics of the thing tearing wasn't great for him. No, no. But at the same time, it's it a like, bit of a blow. So I, I do remember hearing about that. That was when I was kind of first coming down. So it did get me excited when yeah. I heard that they were going to implement and have oh, a crack at these. And this then, is huge. So if, if if they get in and it works, like that's huge. Oh, hundred percent. So there's potential you know. there for it. Yeah, yeah, you can see. But yeah, interesting guy to um to link up with just as like a an interesting person in Bunbury. He's also one of the, I want to say he's one of the like, what do you call it? People who are involved with the Bunbury board riders. Yeah. So he invited me to like a movie night that they were having a oh, yeah. uh, thing, uh, froth, froth. Yeah. yeah, a couple of Fridays ago. And I went there and the place was packed. Yeah. And yeah. everyone was a, like a Bunbury board rider. So yeah. interesting little community that I haven't really dabbled in at all. Yep. Yeah. Now they're around. So yeah, I buddy suppose, yeah, you just got to reach out and get yeah. out there and talk to people and, so something come. 
Tell me a bit about this, uh, about your personal training days. I find gym life so interesting. There's like yeah. a, a weird mix of like insecurity, ego, and like people on crazy plans and stuff in oh, gyms. Yeah, it's, it is. It's it's a kind of crazy kind of world. And I suppose I fell, fell away a little bit with it because it, it felt to me it had gone away from just being about people and like helping people. It became a bit more obviously all the online stuff you had to really promote yourself mm. lots of selfies it just wasn't me so that kind of made me fall away with it with it a little bit but um i mean yeah you've got so many different kind of types of circles and stuff but mm. I, th- I think yeah 100 percent that you deal with insecurities um you you feel good when you do it but then you don't, you don't do it then all of a sudden you feel crap yeah so it's Oh, dude, walking back into the gym after a week off. Yeah. You're like, do these people even know my name anymore? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You just walking over, like, like, how much do I, how much do I squat again? I don't think I do squat, come yeah. to think of it, you know? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it can be a little bit downputting as well. You're just like, oh, now I'm going to be back, you know, weaker and everything. So mm. I suppose it is a, a bit of a mental battle, but, um, yeah. I just find the, like, I was talking to my partner the other day about, I'm not really doing anything resistance. It's all just cardio stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure I get some like bone density in my 30s so I don't reach my 40s <laughs> and be like, what happened? Like everyone does. Yeah. So I was like, we're talking about like, oh, you know, F45, fit stop, maybe go to a gym, you know? And I was like, just the thought of like the smell of a gym when you walk in the door is just so like, I feel like as soon as you walk in, no one's looking at you, everyone's looking at you. You know, yeah. Because you know, as soon as you're ten minutes in, you're looking at everyone else. Well, know? it's true, yeah. And I don't mean like I'm staring at that ass over there, and that's what I'm looking at. I mean peripherally, no. I know what the fuck's going on. I know yeah. where everyone is, and what everyone's doing. I know don't look too far over there because a chick wearing real tight shorts and it'll be like a magnet if I get too close. Yeah. So just avoid that, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's and this dangerous dude, now. <laughs> this dude over here is obviously on fucking a serious cycle that <laughs> means that if I look at him, he may think I'm trying to battle him or something. Yeah. So it's like just that whole concept. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. got to lift bricks in the backyard, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose for a lot of people, it's quite intimidating going into that. You know, I go to World Gym and I've definitely heard a few people kind of comment saying it feels intimidating and all that. But, you know, I don't think it is. Like when you actually look around, I've seen old women, old men, like all sorts. Just, yeah. you know, skinny people, bigger people like and they're all just there just to better themselves that little bit or feel yeah. better and I honestly don't think it's you know yeah you're going to have those bigger guys and strong girls and all that but I don't, if you just get in there and just put your head down do the thing do do what you came to do yeah you know, don't worry about everyone else so yeah yeah I'm just a bitch that's all that is <laughs> but I suppose there are so many other different gyms and stuff the smaller quieter ones on. Yeah. yeah I think it's more as well like yeah, see, okay, this is actually a this is actually a, a case study, right? Because like you get it, you're a tall dude. I've also got like long hair. I'm covered in tattoos. So yep. if I wear short sleeves or a singlet, I'm showing off. If I wear long sleeves, hot as fuck, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like at a at a crossroads there. Because <laughs> like you walk in, you do the thing, you know, like yeah, I, I, I'm this person, whatever. Yeah. And then you go start doing your thing, and then it's like now I feel like I've got to live up to this expectation that I've built in their minds of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So oh, if yeah. I start warming up with like you know a 25 kilo squat, it's like. Were you pussy? <laughs> I thought you big guy covered in tattoos, you know? I suppose you get that everywhere. Like, well, people get that everywhere. You know, people are going to judge 
Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. That's a me problem. Yeah. That's a me problem. Well, it is. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people deal with that, but yeah, no matter where you go, you're going to get people judging you, aren't you? Yeah. So it's I think, true. It's I think true. For me as well, because obviously back 10, 15 years ago when I was working out a lot, you know, and I was fairly fit and healthy and strong and all that, but now I'm, I'm nowhere near what I was. So. You know, it always plays in my head of what I used to be like yeah. and now what I am now. And I look at myself and, yeah, it is a bit of a mental battle. You kind of just, oh, jeez. Back in my younger day, I was yeah, fucking like fit, I, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it is a hard thing. And sometimes as you get older, you kind of accept that, yeah, you're maybe not going to be quite what you were. And it, yeah. it's bloody hard. Yeah, yeah well, I think the uh, as someone who's like... Uh, all right, as someone who perceives himself as emotionally intelligent, I don't want to say that I am, I'm just saying that I perceive myself as emotionally intelligent. Yeah. I feel like, and also holding like a certain amount of integrity accountable to myself, it's like a part of me struggles to accept that I'm getting older. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I run down the, to the bottom of the hill and I run back up again. I'm like, I've been smoking weed for 10 years. I'm dying. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas I went, I used to be a pro skater. You know what I mean? We're oh, like yeah. sprinting up that hill multiple times and yeah. I'd be like, ha ha, as I go past you. Easy. It's like, that's all gone now. Yeah, yeah. So there's a part of me that like doesn't want to accept that I'm growing older and that I have to accept that things, if you don't exercise them, what, what is it? Entropy. Yeah. They go away. Yeah. So I think people accept that going like oh yeah but i'm you know i'm not in my 20s anymore so i let it like i feel like that's the easy thing for most people and i'm and i say without integrity because they go like yeah i'm getting older so i don't have to be physically fit yeah and i'm like well if i don't touch my toes every day one day i'm not going to be able to touch my toes yeah yeah so then you have this thing of like you know the battle of like i don't i ride my bike because i enjoy it i ride my bike to make sure that i can still get to the top of the churchill yeah, yeah. You know, I need to know that so I have that confirmation. As long as you still enjoy it, though, as well. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. You I, said you had a bit of a background with it and stuff. So, you know. I wish I got into the bloody thing of lifting weights when I was a kid, so that was my thing that I enjoyed doing because <laughs> the byproduct just is like, oh, yeah, you look awesome. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not for everyone, though. Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, I find it hard to jump on the treadmill and, and do cardio where some yeah. people will just go on there and just go for an hour. Just yeah. Do you want to put the music on and all that where it, I'd much prefer to just go run around a footy field or a basketball. Yeah, I was going to say, I was actually listening to a, listening or reading something about running just recently. Yeah. And I, they were saying like the truth about, you know how people run to get the runner's side, they'll just like one day start running and they're like, yeah. I'm a runner now, you know? Yeah. And they're talking about like this runner's eye <laughs> thing is, is it a, is it like a, you're mm -hmm. like you're doing it because you get this feeling afterwards or are you doing it because you're afraid of the fact that now you've started, if you stop, you won't be able to get started again. Yeah, yeah, I well, I can see kind of both sides. Of that. I think, yeah, like you when when I'm usually playing footy and all that, and you're up and about, you're fit and everything, and all of a sudden the footy season starts, and you have like maybe a couple of weeks off just to recover, rest the body. Yeah, and then it's kind of again you've got to get yourself. Oh, I've got to start running again, otherwise yeah. I'm going to lose all that. And I'll, and the worst thing is going for that first run. And knowing how breathless you are, yeah. and it's just like you're like, oh, what? That's There's something about uh, the slow process of the slow process of progress in humans in general mm -hmm. that keeps you so honest. And then, have you heard of the Ozempic? No. It's like the new celebrity thing that they're doing, and it basically like um, it like controls your hunger, so you're just not hungry. Oh right, okay. So another trend. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, you know, it's just like another thing where it's like, oh, here's a short, here's a, here's a pill, here's a shortcut, you know, yeah. and people are doing it, and it's like that. There, 
like we're in the early enough days of that where it's like, oh, all you guys are going to die from something. You know, that's yeah. cool. You just don't, don't, because you don't know because we haven't done it yet. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But the reality is like this human process is anything worthwhile takes ages. Yeah. Whether it's fitness, whether it's business, whether it's, and even like working on your character. You know what I mean? Like I want to be someone that doesn't get angry. I want to be someone who handles all situations really well. That takes your whole life to get good at. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that takes going through millions of situations and fucking them up to realize what you shouldn't do. Yeah, that's not easy. That's, mm. Yeah, that takes a lot of self-control and all that. But I suppose going back to the running and the gym and stuff, what I always used to tell people was the hardest bit is just getting there. Yeah. You know, walking into the gym was always the hardest bit. Once you're there, that's easy. Yeah, that's so that's true. It. And the same with running. Like, the hardest bit is just getting outside and get going because yeah. once you get going you feel good and you're like we're not always feel good but you're going to feel better than what you did yeah so yeah 100% just get there and I always kind of because I've seen obviously you do a, a little bit of a group skating thing and all that and you know I think that's really good just getting together and you know going doing something enjoyable like and it's yeah, still yeah. some form of fitness yeah it's, and you're all just there kind of getting each other outside dude it's the being there yeah it's the being there it's nuts yeah. and like the cool part about it for me just as a person who like commits to being like okay I'll, I'll remind you guys and I'll go I'll make sure I'm the one who's there every time <laughs> yeah. and like part of that like 30% of me is like oh I've got this damn responsibility I've got to be there for these yeah. people and, rah, rah. and the other 70% of me is like I've got somewhere to be mm. 5.30 Monday night guess where I'm going to be at the skate you yeah. want to know how long I'm going to be there for I'll tell you because I do it every week yeah 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 you know nah. and it's like there's something about that that for me, it's like I'm I'm looking for other people to have shit they want to do once a week. I'll come do it with you. Mm. You know, like I yeah. want to. We have a thing here called Boys Club as well. Hilarious having a boys club in 2023 because it's so <laughs> exclusionary. But no girls allowed. I'm sorry, it's it's not a sexist thing. It's just we don't want them there. You know. Yeah, but it's it's pretty rare to have that nowadays. Right. So I don't think we have enough men's kind of things. Yeah. Like, oh no. Yeah. Heaven forbid being a man in the current current age. It's crazy. But it's a coffee van. Yeah. And it's just all guys who are free on a Thursday morning. Yeah, That's yeah. the only thing that determines who's here. You yeah. stand around and you talk shit. And like, yeah. even for my dad, who's retired, hanging out at home, he comes and gets a coffee, talks about cars that he wants to buy and sell, and then sometimes even does it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it's cool, like networking, <clears throat> but it's really cool just to see these guys like, yeah, I'll come drink coffee with you on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden you've got six, 10, 12 blokes standing around. You're like, yeah this is cool yeah yeah and this I think cool. it is important especially for the older guys as well as you get older you kind of disconnect a little bit but yeah that's you know, more important than ever to you know and it doesn't always have to be a beer does it so you know no it's no it's good that yeah just get a little community of blokes together have a coffee and do the thing and just talk shit yeah yeah I think the exercise of being social is important yeah you know like I feel like people think like oh, I'm a social person so I just go into a situation and it's like I handle it really well. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. I put myself in social situations so much that I know the, the patterns and the routines and what people are going to say and what I say back to them that the entry into being social is so well refined that I can be a social person. Yeah. But if you spend six weeks at home doing the lawns and watching TV and all that and then you go out and you go to the survey for the first time, like, how are you going? You're like, uh, you don't know. You're out of practice. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. You get that bit of anxiety a lot. Yeah, yeah. It does. It's, it's like the first time you told feeling. someone to have a good day, and you're like, "Am I telling them to do something I shouldn't?" You know, <laughs> it's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, interesting. So yeah. I think that whole appreciating that thing that we do as an exercise rather than as like a privilege is really important. Yeah, you know. So it's like I 
trying to say this to people all the time. They're like, oh, it's as if, you know, I have some sort of like more opportunities happen in my life. And it's like, well, two things. I'd be where the opportunity is. And I'm very aware of what an opportunity looks, sounds and feels like. Yeah, yeah. So when it's right there, I'm like, hey, let's do this. Let's mix these two ideas. Let's go do this together, you know? Yeah, no, it seems like you've done really well with that sort of type of thing and, you know, just making the most of it just an opportunity or seeing an opportunity and jumping out. Taking with both hands. Man, I actually wanted to uh, run this. Uh, it's not, well, it's <clears throat> past idea. It's like this is a thing that we do now. So I've, uh, have I told you at all about my team building days? That's have a feeling maybe you might have mentioned something but I don't know too much about it I think we did talk about it on the Triple Vet Tour so basically what I said to my audience was like I want to run this day where I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do it's going to tell you how much it's going to cost that's it so it's on this day it costs $500 I got 10 seats who wants them and I had 10 boys like here's fucking $500 take my money take my money so I picked them up 7.30 in the morning Um, I told them to be at Australian Maccas, uh, trained out Maccas. Oh, so nice. they're there at 7.30. Yeah. At 8 o'clock, I had a limo pull up and everyone got in the limo. We drove to Perth. Everyone got a matching shirt. Their nickname that I'd assigned them on the day on the shirt and this design <laughs> on the front, a little skull. So we end up, and they don't know anything is happening, right? Yeah, so we yeah. pull up to bloody, like a rifle range and we do skeet shooting, like competition skeet shooting against each other oh, two rounds. Yeah, yeah. We then have a full catered lunch there at the... Um, shotgun range while all that was happening the driver goes off comes back and when he comes back all of the eskies are full of everyone's piss and we're like ready to start the rest of the day so the boys are full of food they've had a morning had the coffee we've stopped off halfway to Perth we've had a feed we've done the shotgun shooting we've had another feed at lunchtime it's one o'clock we go from there to Fremantle we split into two groups and on the way to Fremantle I said radio boys we're getting a tattoo Everyone's getting the same tattoo. Oh. The tattoo is this skull that we've got on our shirt here. Right. And you have to decide. We're all getting in the same spot. You've got to decide the next 10 minutes where we're getting it. So everyone's agreed like we'll get it on our thumb. I was like, fucking oath, let's go. <laughs> so we get there. We split into our two groups. First group goes and gets tattooed. The other group goes to um, the Palace Arcade. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're doing the um, mini golf, the bowling, oh, yeah, and the yeah. arcade it's, games. Yeah, yeah. And they've got like a, one of them, they've got a card that just has all the money in the world on it. So you can go do whatever you want infinitely, right? Yeah, yeah. And then once these tattoos are done, we swap place. The other boys get their tattoos, including the driver, including the photographer, which is insane. So 12 wow. tattoos, right? They all got, got around it. Yeah. No one said no. No one said no. There was a clean That's skin impressive. there. And he got this tattoo on his thumb. <laughs> so it's fucking... And also Dakota, who was on the trip, he was, he was on my fucking team building day so he has this same tattoo so oh, that's that, that's impressive we jump back in the limo <laughs> and we come home it's like 8.30 on a Friday night everyone's like even if there was shit going on tonight we're, <laughs> we're done Spent. catch you later yeah, yeah. so action packed eh the timing of this is impeccable because this happened about 12 months ago now about uh, would have been about 11 months ago actually mm. And the boys were on me, you know, day two, day two. And they told me on the day, they're like, if you said it was, now, knowing what we know now, we would have spent a thousand bucks on today. And wow, if we got the same yeah. experience, we would have been stoked for a thousand bucks. Yeah. And to be honest, I probably chipped in about two grand on my own. But you got a limo, yeah, it's hard to... 12 tattoos, a full pack lunch, skeet shooting, the fucking arcade. That's a lot of planning. A lo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. And I can appreciate that because obviously I'd plan tours. Yeah, understand, right? So and also, they have no idea. Yeah. No idea. So like the fucking, it's for me, it's super exhilarating because I'm oh, like, oh, you, you wait, you wait. I'm going to blow your mind. Yeah. So 
But good all good on all of them for being like a yes person. Right, saying, right. Because you know, a lot of people be like, oh, you know, got something bucks. on, you know, and you'll make an excuse. I mean, I've, I've had a lot, lot of good ideas that haven't pulled through, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I fully appreciate if you're like, yeah, I trust you 60%, you know? Because I'm, yeah. I'm an ambitious person, you know? Yeah, yeah. So right now, uh, I've been threatening the boys. I'm like, you know, day two's coming, day two's coming. Yeah, Created the group chat yesterday and didn't write anything in there instantly all the boys are like come this is it he's gonna drop it this is it what's the date i'll take it off work <laughs> i put in there right anyone who's available on friday and saturday the 24th and 25th of november speak now the day's going to cost a thousand dollars i want you from seven o'clock in the morning until lunchtime the next day so you've got next level now you've gone two days two days double the money double the money so and the experiences are fucking nuts <laughs> they're so crazy <laughs> I'll tell you off camera so that oh. <laughs> I, I don't ruin it for the boys. No, no, yeah. But it's um, I, what what I will say though is like I think what a really cool part about this, the mission for this whole thing was was to create an environment that was a cross between a buck stay and year seven camp. <laughs> okay. Because both of those situations, you leave and you're like, I had so much fun. Yeah. But it was for a reason. Oh, it's because yeah. this dickhead's getting married, or it's because we had to go to Nanga Bush camp. Mm. You know. So for me, I was like, oh, you you didn't go to school in Bunbury. No. Nanga Bush camps where everyone went to Yeah, camp. I've heard it. I think I had a wedding there, actually. Yeah, and they got like... They, yeah, yeah they got, that was amazing. It was yeah, it an was amazing beautiful. wedding. Yeah. Just kept everyone there. And and it's like so well like... Um, like the structure, how everything is put together is like yeah. everything's just like a walk here or... Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, so yeah, I was like, that's really cool. But I want there to be no reason other than I'm an adult and I've got money and I want to have fun. Yeah. You know? And I like being a vendor in the position I was before all this happened going like okay I know who the target audience really is here mm-hmm. what I did to market it was talk about it in my podcast create that into a clip put that on my Instagram share it as a story and then put up a poll who's gonna who, who would like this everyone who responded to that I send them the direct invites this is actually what you know like explaining more but telling them less so you're like right. you know here's what you can expect it's gonna be a surprise I need you to wear closed in shoes I need you to wear long pants you're gonna get your own t-shirt Oh, so they're like, oh, okay, I can start to understand. He's, I need shoes. He's thought about it. There's a plan. I'm gonna, he's going to give me a T-shirt. I get a little bit of money back on my $500 investment. Yeah. But the first one, you need to kind of undersell and over-deliver so that you create... Because this is the best part. Do you know what those 10 guys do when they're on that day? They just post stories and tag you <laughs> and everything. So yeah. the, the exposure for that day, 10Xs organically. Oh, yeah. The content that I'm getting, because I've got a photographer on hand who's videoing and taking photos of everything. The content that I get organically is nuts. People are posting for me. It's nuts. And this is the thing. They're marketing the next one. Yeah. Because now I've got the list of boys who came and the list of boys who are next in line. So I said to these guys, you've got 48 hours to tell me if you're coming or not. I've only got eight (laughs) seats this time because we're taking my bus. Yeah. Uh, Four of the, I think five of those seats are gone. They got like another 24 hours about now to say if they're going to oh, come but if there's, if there's three seats open up like I, I know boys that are like telling like saying like just let me take it before you open it up again just let me take it it's like I can't because I told them that I've got first right of refusal <laughs> yeah so we've got that coming up uh, weirdly right before my birthday so I'm like That's let's gonna be nuts. fucking go boys let's yeah, go yeah, yeah. and the whole concept behind I think what we learned last time was like when it came to the night time nobody wanted to party yeah, yeah. Nobody so. wanted to leave each other, but nobody wanted to party. Yeah. So I'm capitalizing on that and being like, cool, let's have a fucking bro down. Like, let's make it an actual, like, 
in my mind, because uh, this is the one thing the boys are, are like, they're saying like, are we partying? Are we going to be in Perth? Where are we staying in a hotel? It's like, yeah, you can't. I, I don't want to know a little bit, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just said, look, we're going to be behind closed doors and away from everything. Oh. You know, so it's like let your hair out sort of feeling you know it's like we're not going to impress all the people that are out in that club or pub it's like we're just trying to like mm. enjoy the fact we've had a hell good day together here's food here's drinks chill out relax yeah. enjoy yeah yeah you know so I'm fucking sounds, sounds epic <laughs> dude I'm absolutely hanging out I'll bet I reckon yeah. it, and I, I knew in the position you're in you can appreciate the like oh but just yeah seeing the excitement that you're looking forward to seeing their faces and how much they enjoy and the feedback yeah, it's it is it's like a tour, you know. You get to the end of the day, and people are just like coming up to you, hugging you, shaking your hand. Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you so much. That was awesome. And it's just like it gives you those little warm fuzzies inside. Yeah, yeah, it's for something sure. Simple, but I saw you drop off a, a crew at the um, beach car park. I think it was like the day after. I was. Oh, okay. It's like the Friday. I'm not sure if it was you actually. I think it might. No, I think been... it was another drive. Yeah, yeah. I was on another one. Yeah. Man those that was just a young crew yeah and those guys i'm just like oh i'm so jealous i felt like that yesterday <laughs> you know everyone's like just like the people that we went on the tour like we were, everyone was friendly by the end of the day yeah i know yeah that like, was, that's that's cool yeah because a lot of my tours are just everyone knows everyone it's like a group i don't i know a lot of some of the tour groups companies down south they do mix groups and I'm, i've always been a bit wary because yeah you could just get a real complete opposite crew and they might yeah. not actually get along, but interesting. Know. Yeah, so. I, I imagine something like a um, a religious. <laughs> if you had like a religious crop in there, and then something like me and Dakota and Dylan probably wouldn't vibe all that well. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Just on a so, different kind of wavelength. Yeah, so, but yeah, I, but that Thursday, just everyone. Yeah, by the end of the day, we, you guys are all chatting. You know, yeah, it was good. And, yeah, it worked really well. So, so and yeah, I was kind of initially I was a bit disappointed because there wasn't as many numbers as I hoped for, but. Yeah. I think it just worked out really sweet that it was just a small crew of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I did. How'd you do? What? How'd you do as far as everyone providing a bit of content for you? Yeah, good. I was. Oh, I'm no expert on all that stuff, so I'm still learning. Um, but it was amazing just watching it all come in and how much work you guys did. Like, you know, I wasn't with you 24/7 on the tour, but yeah, it's amazing how much effort you guys do put in. You know, you're still enjoying yourselves, but yeah, yeah that's half the trick is knowing. I how loved to- it. Yeah. get that shit as quick as possible and then go back to enjoying it you know yeah because yeah. you don't want to be the guy who's like oh we'll do that again <laughs> no go back go back oh 100% yeah so yeah I loved it all coming through and seeing it all and yeah and then yeah the girls gave us a bit of feedback on what to do so yeah so yeah no. such a good time it was Quite a good time okay. anyway is it do you have any final words I reckon we should wrap this up with hit the nail on the no, head I think I reckon. it was a good yarn yeah fucking yeah. oath I was a bit nervous a bit excited about it all but um. it's, it's an interesting thing I, I, every time people come in I'm always like how do you feel about this situation right now you yeah. know but it's kind of just gone like that and we've just chatted away so yeah it's, no I've really enjoyed it so yeah fucking oath now Pressure. if people want to find your business where can they find you uh, so we've got a website uh, good vibes southwest tours uh, social media good vibes SW tours yeah Instagram Facebook um yeah, you can book online, all that sort of stuff. Bloody oath. It's and you not, can also not, go to my content just recently and look for the yeah. the tag and, and yeah. have a little gander there so as well. It's not hard to find us. So, yeah. yeah, bloody oath. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate and it, mate. Look after yourself. And everyone, buddy, like, subscribe, do the thing because we're fucking out. Yo! Boom!